Yo, 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 what's going on, great people? I hope you guys are having a fantastic day, morning, night, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this podcast. Here, welcome back to another Pierce the Heart episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, checking out this podcast. I really appreciate you. This podcast is all about mental health. As I grow, you grow. As you grow, I grow. We grow together. That's our mindset that we're heading to when we're building a community that can hold each other accountable when it comes to growing our mental health. And we're allowing people that we trust, right, to help talk about things so we can get to being the best individual we can be so we can be better for ourselves and be better for others. So that's why the podcast is As I Grow, You Grow, You Grow, I Grow, because this is a community about us growing together. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So for those people who are new, uh, like I said, check out the other episodes before you get to this one, because I guarantee you'll get something from them. For those people who subscribed to the channel and liked it, I really appreciate you so much for your comments, your love and support. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for staying strong with me. Um, much, much love. So here lately, I've been going through quotes that don't make sense to today's time. Now, I've been like the first episode I did about the quotes was sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Go check that one out. That was an amazing one. Uh, then one I just did, the previous one, was Boys Don't Cry. And this one right here is Love. Whew, it's a tough one right here, y'all. It's uh, Love Doesn't Cost Nothing. Love don't cost a thing. That's what people say. That's what I hear. Hey, love don't cost a thing. Love don't cost. Mm-mm. It ain't no price tag on love. Okay. <laughs> people, I'm serious to tell you that I disagree with that statement. The reason why I disagree with it because... Love does cost. It costs time. It definitely costs time. Now, with that time, uh, you can tell what an individual may have a liking to. <laughs> a liking to. You, you know, I can tell what a person have a liking to about how much time they spend with it. Spend with that thing, spend with that person, spend with whatever that they're doing that you can take out the time and be like, yo, you spend a lot of time in there, and I guess you got a certain love for it. Hmm. So, with you, with time being the cost of love, because love costs time, what you're gonna do is ask yourself a few questions before we move forward. So you might want to have a notepad, a pen. If not, you can remember this stuff. That's cool. That's fine. And also, you guys can come back to this episode to then, you know, get something from it, take something away, whatever the case may be. Now, before we even get to the whole loving others and loving your spouse and loving your kids and taking out the time to you know see what you love because of the time that you put in behind it, let's start out with you, loving yourself, right? So with loving yourself, there's a book called Five Love Languages, but that talks about a relationship in which two individuals find five different ways that, that a love language it's crazy love language because it's a communication. That's pretty dope. But five love languages that these two people can intertwine by conversating, by sharing the things that they love, you know, within these within these categories. Now, when it comes to individual love of you loving yourself, the first question that I have is where did you where did your perception of love come from? Did it come from uh, your grandparents? Did it come from your mom? Did it come from your dad? Did it come from your cousin? Did it come from your uncle? Did it come from family members? Did it come from your friends? Did it come from your uh, society? Ooh. Did it come from society? Did it come from... like? There's all different aspects of where a person may gain their perception of love. 
Now, with gaining that perception of love, to then ask yourself, are you operating in that space of those different perceptions? Because you may gain the perception from multiple different places and combine that all into one and say, hi, I got it. If I mimic these things of what I saw within these perceptions that I gained, then maybe I can output this display of love on which I saw through perception of what was around me. Instead of actually taking the time to, as an, as an individual, to figure out what that love is by enjoying the journey of loving myself. So, second question is, what's an example of loving yourself? What is it? What is the example of it looks like? How can you sit here and say, hey, Dre, I love myself. And then for me to say, well, how can you show yourself that? What, what is what is your standard? What is your your capacity? What are your boundaries when it comes to you loving you? What does that look like? If you say, mm, <laughs> well, if you said you don't know. It's saying the same as bringing. Now, imagine taking that concept of I don't know what love looks like to me to love myself and then adding uh, a spouse and then adding a child and adding multiple children and adding a dog and adding a cat. Then, you know, all then you, you know, you're adding different family members, you're adding all this into this this uh, this category of love on which you gain from perception from multiple different facets to then try to combine that to show love to these other people that's been added to your life so that's my second question then what does it look like to love yourself i found out loving myself can come from a form of isolation for me it's worse for me and also praying as well i definitely be praying because i definitely need it uh because for me it, it keeps me centered when it comes to uh what, what love actually looks like uh, it helps me then make decision based off um, things that I would want to say <laughs> or things that I want to do. And then I will hold it up through like this filter. Now, what helps me when it comes to loving myself is passing things through a filter of what love looks like and with what love looks like through the perception that I gain. And through that filter, if it doesn't if it can't go through the filter of what I placed in my mind or through an action, through a decision then at that point, if it doesn't come out the other side as it can possibly be love, <laughs> if, it, if, if, if love doesn't show through that, then it's a possible chance that I don't need to do it. I need to stay away from it. That's kind of like my, that's my perception of me. Like, you know, doing things to the body, to the mind, to the soul. It's like, it has to go through this filter. My filter, man, my filter is awesome, right? For Like I said, for those people who don't know, for those people who are on the journey, uh, like I'm a believer of Christ and with being a believer of Christ, like my filter is Christ, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. So all these things that I have to show when it comes to loving myself has to go through that filter in order for it to come on the other side to see if it can be represent. It can be a representative of love just towards myself. And if it doesn't quite go through that, if it doesn't make it through it, then maybe I need to not do it. So as an individual, your thoughts, your actions, and your uh, communication, all that comes from you has to be like, it has to have a filter on it. And on that filter, like I said, then when when I, that filter is that outer 
that outer part. And what I mean by the outer part is that in order to engage with another human being, I'm just we're still stuck in the in the seat of you. In order to engage with another human being, actions, words play a major factor between human to human, you know, communication. That's why they got books on body language. And also people listen to what you gotta say, whatever that the sense that you're talking about. So what I'm saying through the outer part is that by the time that I dealt with me or find this level of love for myself, then I can display that out within a way of making it easy and genuine is because it is going through the filter constantly with my thoughts, with my decisions, with how I talk to people. All that goes through this filter. So when I'm able to, you know, talk to an individual, give somebody, you know, a hug or some words of affirmation or a compliment or whatever the case may be, it feels good. It sounds good and it is good because I'm filtering. I'm filtering. And in those those moments of isolation for myself, and I'm speaking for myself, is that those moments of isolation that gives me time to filter my thoughts. Because if I love myself, I wouldn't think that way about myself. If I cared about myself within the physical aspects, I wouldn't do certain things because it can cause X amount of damage. So it's not a way of showing that I love myself. If if uh, so, I did the thoughts words if i if i'm talking bad about myself then there's a way that i'm already breaking myself down to not be able to display out what this filter is used for so when it comes to another individual uh coming into my life then i won't be able to do such right so let's talk to the about you like i said me sitting in the seat of gaining this perception of what love looks like because one individual may show or say that love comes from, I seen my mom and my dad, and that perception was good for me, right? Another individual may say, I saw my mom and my dad, but my dad was physically abusing my mom, but he was telling her that I love you while he was doing it. So now in my mind, I gained that this perception of this is what love's look like. If I want a person to love me and respect me, I have to do this. Where it's like, yeah, no, that's wrong. It's wrong. And the thing about that word wrong when it comes to love is because it's like now if I say, hey, you're wrong in that area, it's like, well, wait, who are you? And at the same time of who are you, it's like you telling me I have to unlearn this this uh, this behavior that I've picked up throughout life to know that this works because I've seen it work when it comes to operating in love. Like, ah, yeah, you're wrong, but you're wrong. Right. And it can be the same with uh, the, the opposite sex when it comes to the females. They may saw well, I saw my mom, you know, disrespect my dad in so many different you know, ways to where it took away his voice and she ran the house. And as she ran the house, he would do things and say things and all this. And that's how she kind of navigated to say, hey, this this is and you know, I would hear that love and all that other stuff. So now I'm with a man. I can then say this. Because this is the same exact thing in my mom. I seen it work. And with me seeing it work, this can be the process of how I show love. So let's take these two individuals, and I'm using examples, and they come together. And we're just saying that their perception of what they thought was love came from those different sources that they use or the different things that they saw, heard, all that. And they come together. And as they come together, their perception of love for one another, then, like I said, it's... We, I just gave you the, the two examples from both ends of what that looks like when they both come together 
They haven't had time to have isolation, to have love for themselves, or to even understand what love looks like. No filter, no nothing. They're just there with their perception. And with that can cause a lot of damage. So say for these two people have kids and other families involved. And there's so many other things that goes along with that, which then everybody gets put in this pool of, hey, y'all in the middle of it, y'all got to deal with it because these two people <laughs> decide to be together. But yet and still, it can be a toxic. It can be very toxic in a way. Well, not in a way. It's toxic. So going back to you is finding that filter of what love's look like, love look like to you. And as you understand that, when allowing certain people come into your life, then questions can be asked. How do you love yourself? What does that look like? What did you gain your perception from? And within gaining your perception from, how are you today and what are you doing to show the progress of what love may mature to? Because love grows. Uh, and what I mean by love grows is in the state of your uh, maturity, as you continue to grow older and know that your perception of love may change. It may look totally different. Yo, I know she loved, like, example, I know she loved me when every night that she cooked food and she set it on the table. Then things happen to where, what if she can't cook anymore or something was to happen? Then where where's that perception go from there? Oh, snap, she, oh, this happened, so now let me figure out a different way how I can receive the love from this individual in which what I what I what I loved about this individual has totally changed or it, something happened to where that doesn't satisfy anymore then what's that we'll stay there for a little bit because now we have an area where if two individuals are finding you know their self maturing and love look totally different and we're looking totally different like it does and it will you now have to find these, uh, <laughs> I like Rubik's Cubes, and this is like, one of my favorite toys, like in the horror, I love a Rubik's Cube, because different, pe di so with, with the Rubik's Cube, different parts unlock a part that's further along that doesn't happen at that moment, so within their love, something happens, you now in the place to where these individuals are now moving parts, or trying to adjust to the situation, for a part that's later on down the road. So, yes, I love you at this current state of the things of this or that. You do this, you do that. But let's now talk about what does love look like within this aspect if this doesn't get met or the standards or the capacity of which love was was once formed between me and you is there. But now we got to rekindle on what love may look like if it's if that's not there. Right. Which then goes into the conversation of um, I love you, but I'm not I'm not in love with you. I that part right there just that 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 statement alone <laughs> that's a whole other quote, but it just ties into this quote because it's saying I I I, at the, I loved you at a point, but I'm not in love with you. A love is love. The thing is, the perception may have changed to the way that I loved you before. It's different now. And let's talk about it through communication and, and let me take in and the individual taking a step back to see if what that love looks like to that individual. Because like I said, it changes. So this is love changes as you with somebody else. That love can change for yourself, too. Hey, I used to love my calf muscles. I had beautiful calf muscles. By far the most beautiful calf muscles you ever seen. Now they don't look like they used to look. But guess what? I love my arms. That's still showing that I have love for my body. Just as in the sense of marriage, 
hey, I love this. That happened. Okay. The food is not, you know, I'm just using an example. The food's not being cooked no more. Okay, cool. But guess what? I love, I love our conversation. I love you asking me how my day was. So it's still in the context of being together, but yet still the love is now grown into a different area in which is still following the same umbrella of love. So you, you just, like I said, find different perceptions then through that. And like I said, it just requires you to take a step back to figure out what that love looks like when it comes to your filter of identifying where you're at in love. You, where you're at in love. And when you find out where you're at, then you can make that connection towards any and everybody around you because the things that you say, your actions on how you move, your thought patterns will be felt genuinely, felt real genuine when it comes to love coming off of you as an individual. So just take out the time and ask yourself, if love costs, and it costs time, and which it does, then what am I putting, What? how much time am I giving to certain things that's not going to reciprocate the love or push out the love that I have for an individual, for my kids, for myself? Man. It's a loaded question, ain't it? It's a real loaded question. Time's ticking.